Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. Brittany, bitch. We back. It is Brittany, bitch. We love to see it. She's here in the studio. I No, I would die. In her um, first exclusive interview <laughs> since getting freedom, she's here on Into the Twilight. We did it. Yeah, if we could just make that, if we could just make a hard pivot for all of the celebrities that we love to stop going to Howard Stern and start coming yeah. to us. Uh, that would be great. Yeah, I think we are uh, much better and more qualified. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah, all of our um, faves are getting sucked up by that man, and we can stop it. We can help. Like that weird-ass silver machine in Teletubbies. Howard mm. Stern just continues to just suck up the people I love, and I hate him for it. Yeah. He needs it's to stop fucked it. up. It's rude. It's cruel and unusual, I would yeah. say. He needs to knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> He's someone that like I I don't like. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't have a burning hatred for him like I do many men in Hollywood. Sure. But he most, just needs to arguably. Fucking, yeah. Mo- yeah, most men. Um <laughs> but he just needs to fucking knock it off. Yeah. So um just Britney Spears, you're welcome anytime. We can talk about your hatred for Diane Sawyer. Um Yeah. Uh, we're Let's all talk- there in the same boat, baby. We, yeah. can, we can talk shop. Um, and, you know, I will try my best to not just stare at you and think about how much you raised me um, <laughs> yeah, and try my best, you know? <laughs> absolutely. Please just consider us, you know. Just, you know, or it's just an honor to be nominated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, we'll lose, but it is an honor to be nominated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, like many things in our life. <laughs> We're we're okay losing so long yes. as you just give us a chance. Yeah, that's all. We that's ask. a great segue. Hello, welcome to Into the Twilight. Hey, that's the whole show, baby. Welcome to <laughs> Grateful Losers. <laughs> yeah, we're very honored to be here. We're not we gonna are. win, but we're gonna exit with grace. Just give us a chance. Yeah. Just give us a chance to talk some shit, get some quips in. Let us be in the space. You know, yeah. let us speak. Absolutely. That's that's just all we want. Right. <laughs> Let us say our piece. Even if it's not funny. It's funny yes, in our heads. Especially so. <laughs> Just let us sit in the corner and make funny jokes that are only good to us. It's just important for the culture. Yeah. Anyways, hello. You can join our corner. Come hello. on over. We're here. Um, we're still pushing for us at the Oscars. Yeah, time clock's ticking, but we are, we're on, <laughs> it's journey to the Oscars, <laughs> into the twilight. Yeah, we've got a, we've got about four weeks left. It's a hard push. Um, but I believe we could, with enough tenacity, we can get there. <laughs> and also no outreach vote, and no actual <laughs> communication with anyone. No. It's actually important. With, um, a, with no actual communication outside of this podcast alone, um, I do believe that we can do it. Yeah, Absolutely. 
Yeah. Uh, hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I'm vibing. All right. I'm here. I'm here. Um, that's my, all you can ask for. That's all I can ask for, and that's all I'm going to give <laughs> this week. <laughs> that's okay. Um, um, and also, my my happy thing, maybe the two-part happy thing, because they're both tiny little Good. things. Good. Um, More. I am currently donning our merch. <gasps> It is. I'm wearing the crew neck. I also have the t-shirt, but I, I'm not wearing it. I'm not wearing both. That's wild. That would, that would be, be a lot. That would be insane. <laughs> that would be the wildest <laughs> thing I've ever done if I was wearing two articles of clothing on my top. Um, but I'm wearing the crew neck. It's very cute. It is the Alley TM. Oh my God. I totally assumed you were wearing the Cody. No, I got the Alley crew neck. I got the Cody t-shirt in the cream. Whoa. Very cute. Very much a fan. Um, but it's very cozy. Um, if you want to order it, uh, it's too late to get it before Christmas, but you can get it for the new year <laughs> if you would Yeah, like. just start your year off right. Yeah, just give yourself a little treat. You know, you've been getting gifts for everyone. Give yourself a gift for later, like a little fun surprise gift, whatever. Um, getting gifts for myself is one of the best parts about celebrating Christmas. It's such a great, like, little pleasure, you know? It's like, yeah, 100%. I'm worth it, you know? I've done all this work for other people. Let me just give myself a little something-something, you know? Yeah. And what better way to treat yourself than not getting it – not getting yourself the gift for the holiday that you celebrate, but getting it for, like, a couple weeks after. So you're like, oh, what is this? What is this little package? Yeah. And you know it's not a bill because it's not in paper. Mm. It's just a little little package, just a little treat for yourself. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Part two, very small, very – but also full of joy – um, is the joy of just having fun little straws around the house. <sighs> Thank you. Thank I, you for finally talking about Sorry uh, to the turtles and, and everyone else um, involved, but they're recyclable, whatever. It's fine. I don't throw them away. I'm not a garbage man. Um, and also, like, and also like problems. We have that, we've been through that discourse ten times already. You should get on the right side of history, whatever. Yeah, and like, <laughs> suck my ass, BP. Like, I'm yeah, gonna exactly. have a straw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like, divert your anger somewhere else, okay? Yeah, um, straws are an accessibility device, so. Absolutely. Um, but, and they're fucking fun. I, I have 100%. like this whole little pack of like, uh, like kind of, they look kind of like candy cane. There's like the red and white stripes or whatever around it. And it just makes... Sipping stuff, drinking water, drinking beverages, drinking fun little mm. things, a little iced coffee, you know, very fun. 100%. And I love looking at them and it just gives me, I like things that give me just a little bit of whimsy throughout the day, you know, because life is so hard sometimes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> and sometimes just a little pick me up of like, ooh, this is, this is very cute. And I'm just taking my little hydration break with a fun little guy. You got to even the fucking scales somehow. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I'm doing my part. (laughs) I'm making (laughs) this nightmare hellscape a little more bearable (laughs) for me. Uh, Yes, I completely agree. And I think that there is no way that I would be able to keep myself even, uh, like, even a little bit hydrated Mm -hmm. if it was not for the straw attached to my hydro flask. Yeah. There's no way. If I was left to a lone cup, that did not have like if i had to put my mouth to that cup each time no yeah (laughs) that thing would collect us there's no way no thanks 
Um, what that does remind me of is do you this might i might be too old i might be (laughs) aging myself here but do you remember like back this might be like a late 90s early 2000s thing when like cereal bowls used to have straws attached to them oh my god yeah do you remember that i do i do i never i don't think i ever had one as a child but i do remember their prominence for (laughs) sure what a moment Whoa, and I'm, I was never, it was, it, oh my God, no, it was the cheapest thing. It was like <laughs> yeah. this pink fucking no, okay. plastic thing that yeah. had just the tiniest straw attached to it. But you with utility. Tell- <laughs> oh, but that thing lasted my whole goddamn life. I'll tell you that. Um, if I could have kept that as like my family heirloom. Ooh. <laughs> this is the one have- thing I take with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my prized possession. Um, and I'm not even, the thing that annoys me now looking back at it is like I treasured that bowl so much. Yeah. And I'm not even a like milk person, especially right. with cereal. Like I was never the kind of person who'd be like, oh, I'm going to eat the cereal and then drink the milk afterward. Yeah, like a sicko. Um, <laughs> like a nasty, <laughs> um, <laughs> just a, just a creep. Um, but I do love, I love that. I miss that era. Yeah. Desperate. What a great time for innovation. You know? Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Um, how are you doing, my friend? I am, uh, I'm hanging on. I'll tell you that. You know what? I'm proud of you that you're, you're, is it, <laughs> you're doing it. Is it bravery? No. Is it spite? You bet you. Absolutely. <laughs> That's how it goes, you know. <laughs> Um, but I will say that something that has brought me immense joy this past week um, is rediscovering my home. Is that too mm. far? Is that too far? Maybe. <laughs> Listen, home is a state of mind. You know? it is, and goddamn if it is. Um, so uh, this has been well discussed on the show. Mm. Um, but I have an unhealthy attachment to Lauren Conrad. Yes. Specifically, <laughs> um, she was like who I, I would describe, I'm an only child. I mentioned this before, but I would describe her as like my sister right. growing up. Watch her throughout Laguna Beach, watch her throughout the hills, follow her on Instagram. I keep in touch with her. <laughs> right. She she is how I model my life. I mean, her DM, she is not responding. <laughs> She's okay. not responding One day to me. she will. <laughs> um, and... So I was always like, you are just old enough for me to be like, you are the model for my life. Yeah, and of course, really? yes. And the, the life that I watched was absolutely not accurate. It was, of course, crafted by my happy thing for this week, who is um, Adam DeVello. A man? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Listen, hear me out. I, I never thought I'd see the day when I brought a man to specifically a television producer to as my happy thing. But hear me out. This motherfucker not only crafted the television series that had such a fundamental blueprint on my life, Mm. but I have (laughs) for so long heard all you motherfuckers on Twitter for years now and on TikTok being like, selling sunset this, selling sunset that. And finally, I was just like, all right, I need, (laughs) I was like, all right, succession's over. I need something. (laughs) Yeah, I need something to smooth this brain. Exactly. And I got like two episodes in and I was like, why does this feel like home? 
why do I feel like I'm coming back to my safe space? And I finally looked it up and I was like, this motherfucker is the, of course he's the producer on this. Yeah. Of course that's why everything makes sense. It all comes together and <sighs> it all makes sense. Anyways, this is my, this is my home. This is all yeah, I care You live about here. Now. You live in all these shows. <laughs> um, yeah, it's awful, obviously. Right. Um, but I, it's all I care about now. Yeah, um, and that's, Selling Sunset is allowed to be your personality, you know? <laughs> I think. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But it, it is feeding me, because I regularly rewatch The Hills, because I need right. to feel alive. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it is so nice to have what feels like new content. This is, this is The Hills, but f- older. Right. Uh, and, and you have I, so much ahead of you. I have, have so much. Now. <sighs> yeah. You're and that is... In the Wild uh, West, and that's beautiful. Yeah, I feel like there's... It's been referenced so much on Twitter, but I've blocked it out because it wasn't relevant. Mm. And now I'm very excited to see what you all have been talking about for so long. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of which, did you see that TikTok um, about that one girl who was like, did anyone else grow up with that Lauren Conrad like makeup book? Yeah. And basically talking about how she learned makeup, like how to do literally everything from that book. That took me back. The way, I I am not kidding when I say that like, I used to only go to Kohl's and shop from the Lauren Conrad line. Like, yeah. It I, runs deep. Yeah. It runs deep. Like her, her quote, fiction books that quote, she wrote. <laughs> fiction. Like, <laughs> I... She was the model, like, there is a specific, this is such a deep fucking cut, but there is a specific part in The Hills where Lauren (laughs) goes, and she's with Whitney, she's, like, at her internship where they, quote, work all the time. Right. Um, And she goes, yeah, I have a straight smile. And she's the only person I'd ever seen when I was younger that has, like, a fat, like, a (laughs) just a flat fucking lip, like a top lip. And I was like, she is me. I am her. We are the same. (laughs) Oh, my God. God. It was so, um, it was so unhealthy. I wanted to be her so bad. Yeah. Um, So, anyways, I can't believe I brought a man to the space, but he It's okay. Some crimes can be forgiven. (laughs) Ooh. Um... But yeah, so I will keep you updated on that trash journey. Yeah, hell yeah. We, we've really got some high highs and some low lows for right. our current events we this do. week. It's some whiplash for sure. Yeah. Do you want to start us off with our high? Absolutely. It's K-Stu Corner, baby. We're back. We're back. K-Stu's road to the Oscars, but more importantly, road to the Golden Globes. Because homegirl... Got a Golden Globe nomination. This she week. done did it. Hello. We love to see it. We absolutely love to see it. Also we got a flex it? that the Chicago Critics Association, Film Critics Association, awarded her Best Actress this year. So you're welcome, Case 2 We did that for you. Um, Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I was rallying <laughs> for you. Let it be known. Okay. Um, but we fucking love to see it. Our girl is getting actual mainstream nods and mainstream recognition, and this will assuredly, hopefully, lead to something big. I mean, like, fuck the Globes, right? Like, we all can say fuck the Globes because their organization sucks, and, like, 
they have terrible diversity things and they just kind of cover everything up with a band-aid when it's literally just like a gunshot wound um a lot of things bad within that place um but we love to see her get recognition even if it's from uh, a trash organization i 100 percent agree i think that it is it is a good sign Uh for sure um and i i am excited to see what it seems like from at least the the film twitter that i look at and i try yes. not to cuz it it does hurt my brain yeah um, you're, you're, it's for the best <laughs> um, stay away and it yeah i feel like any time that i look at stuff it's like um <laughs> it's just like that fucking tiktok audio that's like connor what are you doing <laughs> uh, and i'm just like uh, yeah i know i'm not supposed to be here sorry jesus I'm sorry. i made a mistake fuck <laughs> um and but any I do think that it's it seems like it's gonna come down to like a race between Case Two and Lady Gaga this year, which like gay rights, you know, what oh, I truly. Mean? Um, and I I don't hate that, um, but I I do love to see recognition for her efforts. Yes, uh, absolutely. And so I'm very proud of her. Um, and I hope this is just the first of what will be many. Yeah. Um, not just nominations, but hopefully awards yeah. in her life. Yeah. So good things to come. Hell yeah. Kiss you. Yay. Kiss you. You did Hello. it. <laughs> good job. Um, so just a little bit of a segue. Just a little bit of a sad corner. (laughs) Just a little bit. We've, okay, so here's the thing, right? Like, uh, not a joke. Lost some fucking legends this week. Yeah. What's Um, up with that? (laughs) Yeah, it's Make it stop, (laughs) y'all. I don't, I don't like it. I I don't, it's, mm, (laughs) um, hasn't this year taken literally enough from us? Um. But what I will say is, so we are referring to the death of Anne Rice. Right. Um, what, literally like a legend. Yeah. <laughs> um, who we have discussed on this show previously. Right. Um, in, in several different formats, not just because we have covered the, the infamous the. movie. <laughs> the titular the titular interview with a vampire. Sorry, the yes. vampire. Which I all the the preposition there I always fuck yeah. up. Um, but also I like it is I feel like anyways impossible to have any sort of conversation about vampires without discussing Anne Rice. Yeah, and I think that something that I greatly appreciated, um, not just the day that the news broke, but over the past couple days, is how much good good stories about her have come up. Right. Um, And that's something that is always tough, I think, with the the speed at which news is accessed Mm -hmm. is like, especially with any sort of celebrity, when their death is shared online, is like, fuck, like, what kind of news is going to get shared? Like, Okay, like, are they, were they actually a good person? Like, is someone going to come out of the woodwork and be like, 
we can acknowledge their death, but actually, like, this person was really shitty. Yeah. And I think something that I greatly appreciated about all the people that were coming out and sharing stories about Anne Rice is, like, hey, she was a fucking badass. And, like, always was. (laughs) Um, And I – it was just really nice to see because, one, we (laughs) – on our Twitter account often share a lot of goof-em-ups, right? Yeah. And I think that this is the first to our knowledge that we have had to share, like, a major death um, of someone. And I think Mm -hmm. that it has been really – heartwarming to be like here's this badass author who like influenced this culture Mm. um and that is it's bittersweet but i think that that's also makes it easier to accept and it's it's always i mean obviously bittersweet right like you said but it is because it's so tragic and everything but seeing everyone kind of come together and be like what a badass like what like literally paved the way for all of this culture, literally this show, like everything, right. you know, is like a really cool thing to see. A hundred percent. And I think like there is obviously like vampire literature existed before Anne Rice. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, you know, like that right. is yeah, yeah. a truth. Yeah. Um, yes. But I think that like when I think of, when I think of people reading fiction about vampires when Mm -hmm. I was a kid, like pre-Twilight, that was only Anne Rice. Right. And so I, there is a huge influence there. And I think it is hard to talk about anything like Twilight, like, and then of course, right, the domino (laughs) of like 50 (laughs) Shades and, and even what we're reading right now, um, without talking about the the way that vampire literature has became a mainstream because of her work. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a huge, that is a huge power and influence to have with your work, um, which is, you know, what a lot of people strive for, not just as writers, but like as creators in general. Mm-hmm. So, you know. God damn. <laughs> like, yeah. What a um, fucking legend. Yeah. I think that it is, especially over the past, I mean, beforehand, obviously, but I think over the past two years, um, there has been so much loss that I think it's like, this is just harder to accept of like, damn, we lost another person. Right. Um, but I think that for me anyways, it gave me an opportunity to acknowledge one of the fucking like legends. That, yeah, like greatest of the greats. Yeah. And also someone who, as you said, like our show would not exist if not for the work that she helped yeah. Make. Mm-hmm. Um, which is wild <laughs> yeah. to think about. Yeah. Um, and so I am appreciative. Um, and I think that that is something where, like, death sucks. <laughs> um, yeah. But I am immensely grateful for her work there. So. Yeah. Bless. Bless up. Bless up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that... Um, it's not necessarily, I don't know. It's not a bad thing. It's just bittersweet, I guess. Yeah. So um, we have a listener email. 
here that I'm immensely excited Hell yeah. <laughs> to share with you. <laughs> I don't know when this person emailed, like drafted and sent this email. Mm-hmm. What I will say is that we received it at 6 a.m. Pacific <laughs> time. So I like to imagine this person woke up in a cold sweat yeah. and was like, I have to email this podcast. Right now. <laughs> I have to do it. It's, it's plaguing me. Um, this person has the email subject line. I'm catching up too quickly. Gonna run out of episodes. And then it has an emoji of someone crying. Great. What I love about this is there's no preamble. They just start. Just get right into it. Just, I, I fucking love that. So I saw y'all's podcast <laughs> on TikTok when you were doing Midnight Sun. Oh, this person's name is Troy, by the way. You, I don't know if they wanted their name said. So I saw y'all's podcast on TikTok when you were doing Midnight Sun. So obviously I had to start from the beginning. Anyway, I got to episode 53 last night, and let me first say, I'm going to need an entire dissertation on why Cody doesn't like Pitch Perfect so I can understand, and then I challenge them to a duel. Except, not going to lie, I agree on the third one. It's insane, and I don't like it. Also, I listened to this at work. For reference, I work in a factory Three eight-hour days and two 13-hour days. Holy shit, Troy. And I started a month and a half ago, I think, and I'm nearly done with Breaking Dawn. This podcast is excellent, and I adore you both. Also, (laughs) I think at one point during New Moon, y'all said something like, no one is just going to pick up New Moon without reading Twilight first, and boy, do I have a story for you. So when I was in seventh grade back in 2007, I had never heard of Twilight before. I really liked to read, but I was firmly a Harry Potter kid. Well, there was this girl I didn't like in my English class, and one day we got sent to the library to get reading books, and I overheard her looking for a certain book. So my petty 12-year-old ass went and checked out the library's only copy of New Moon before she could, then proceeded to read it in its entirety without understanding, and then I went back and read Twilight, New Moon again, Eclipse, etc., So the entire reason I got into Twilight was pettiness towards a girl who was mean to me once. Wow. There's no goodbye. There's no nothing. It just ends right there. (laughs) Just send for my iPhone. Call it a day. (laughs) Hell yeah. Wow. First of all, that's iconic. Um, I love Amazing. Very amazing. Second of all, I I can't imagine what we were talking about in episode 53 of this podcast because that was 700 years ago. Um, Uh, And... uh. And to what extent? Because I feel like we have brought up the the motion picture Pitch Perfect <laughs> several several times, times. Podcast, for some reason, uh, unbeknownst to me, um, at my current state, um, I cannot imagine what vehement things I allegedly said <laughs> about the motion picture <laughs> Pitch Perfect. Um, uh, but I yeah, that was I, literally two hundred episodes ago. I don't yeah, know that person. So anymore. who was that? I don't know. I have uh, not seen the movie Pitch Perfect in maybe. Uh, I don't know when that first movie came out, but literally when that first movie came out. Like a decade ago, right? Literally like a decade ago. But apparently I had some staunch thoughts. Now, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I was a different person. I don't know. 
the idea and I've seen our stats, right? So I know I know vaguely how many sure. of you all um, have listened from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But the idea of someone starting this show from the beginning in the year of our Lord 2021, almost yeah. 2022, right. um, is terrifying to me. That's a real hero's journey, right? There, it's it's you know? truly a hero's <laughs> you journey. Metal, all of you who have speed ran this podcast. <laughs> there is so much content there. So congrats. Like you now have a lot to catch up on if right. you need something to do, if you're traveling cross country or something. Sure. Um, but also, I don't know the person who allegedly was myself back then. Right. right. And also who you were anymore. Like, I don't yeah, know no the clue. people no. <laughs> who were hosting the podcast back then. Um, so <laughs> they were young and they were naive um, and they did not record on a consistent schedule because their lives weren't consistent. Sure. So God bless you all hey, <laughs> for you trying know. to um, – catch up but i appreciate it so thank you absolutely um and also i appreciate this email i think that one thing i i try to reiterate pretty consistently for folks is some of you (laughs) some of you have said before when you email us of like i don't know if this is what you were looking for i'm the answer is always is yes (laughs) it always is if it's not we just won't read it on the pod yeah. We want your backstories of how you got into Twilight or Vampire Academy. We want to know your questions. We want to know your comments. If we don't, if they're not relevant, then we just won't share them on the podcast. So I know that you are like, oh, my God, they're going to read this. They're not going to. No, we li- right. we, <laughs> we want to know your thoughts. So Absolutely. It's okay. Um, we're, we all share the same brain cell, really. It's yes. okay. So... When we spoke last week, because we definitely don't talk in between these recordings. No. Uh, we just live in the internet. <laughs> um, we were reading chapters 13 and 14 of Frostbite. There was a little bit of spa shenanigans from what I remember. Yes. Um, Some uh, vampire soup. <laughs> vampire soup. Um, there were weird cocktails and weird food. Yes. Um, some slippery boys who some were drunk. Big fights, yeah. Big slippery <laughs> drunk fights. And also Adrian has weird unspecified powers. Question mark. Right. And also is being weird with both Rose and Lissa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which Christian and um Mason are not okay with. Not fans. For sure. And and not necessarily in a, like, don't touch my girlfriend. Right. But in a, like. steal my girl. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I think they are a little bit. But also in a, like, you're, like, 25. Why right. are you here? <laughs> you're creepy. Who even let you in here, Adrian? Yeah. You don't even go to the you Vampire Academy. Even, so <laughs> why go are to you the here? the Vampire Academy. <laughs> which I'm glad someone finally says to this dude in these chats. So. Yeah, we get that. Um, where are we picking up at in chapter 15? Uh, we're picking up with a very hungover Rose. Because she got quite drunk. This girl needs uh, some IHOP. 
Girl needs some IHOP. Oh my gosh. She needs some like very good like pancakes, waffles. She needs eggs. she needs hash browns stacked. She needs hash browns so bad. More than anyone I've ever seen in my life. Um, and she's for some reason trying to paint her toenails <laughs> in the midst of this like very like damaging like migraine, like hangover migraine. Um because you know how the sweet scent of acetone really helps kick your fucking hangover? It just helps hangover? the whole process. That's like a tried and true. It's like coffee, shower, acetone. Those Does the, it make you want to just vomit? Yeah, those are the those are the cures and the tricks of the trade. Um, <laughs> and then she gets a little knock on the door and is like, who is this? And it is a package delivery for Rose. Yeah, it's one of those singing telegrams, right? One of those yeah. <laughs> Someone's like in a duck costume, just like doing a little song and dance outside her door. Um, oh my hell! Yeah, seriously. And she's like, "What the fuck is this?" And it is um, the most serial killer ass present <sighs> I've ever seen in my entire life. This is the um, scariest thing. It's so scary. Obviously, it's from Adrian because he's a fucking sicko <laughs> and can't catch a hint. Um, and it is a box full of from Sephora. At, uh, right, with at least. 30 bottles of perfume in it. What we are to assume is not like what you can buy from Sephora, which is like a sampler of our most popular perfumes. Right, yeah. But like a little like, holiday package or a little right. sampler kit, you know. But is what I can assume from Sephora, or maybe it's from somewhere else, but I'm sure. in my head it's Sephora. Vampire Sephora. Yeah. Vampire <laughs> Sephora. <laughs> Is 30 full-size <laughs> bottles of perfume. Yeah. Listen, maybe Which those high-end advent biggest... calendars should have taken some notes from this, oh you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't wait for the person listening to, t- listening to this in three years who's like, what the fuck are they referencing? <laughs> Has to you Google, to... go down the Chanel advent calendar. Yeah, you had to be wormhole. I'm sorry. <laughs> but so she's just looking through these 30 at least assumingly full-size bottles of perfume and sniffing them doing a little spritz <laughs> for some and it's 2007 right so they don't have like recyclable packaging it's all bubble wrap right it's a mess you know just like making a damn mess out of here um and just and <laughs> she goes into a lot of detail about how uh, your sense of smell works as a vampire which i was not expecting but i guess i do appreciate no. um because i guess uh humans are like at the bottom tier of scent abilities and then like hand peers are like a little bit above that in terms of what they can smell and how strong it is and then maroy are like oh shit any smell's gonna knock me the fuck out and meanwhile again cannot stress enough this girl has a like a wild migraine going on right now incredibly hungover um already drunk with fumes of acetone and is right. now has spritzed and smelled at least 30 different strong <sighs> fragrances in her, like, isolated, like, no windows open, I'm assuming, room. Ugh. Even I haven't, I've never been hungover before, but I get migraines, and even yeah. this makes me nauseous. Yeah. I don't know then, how she's doing it. Yeah. And then we get uh, maybe one of the gayest fucking things I've yes. seen in this book before, which is saying... A lot, because a lot of gay shit happens. Yes. Rochelle. For her Roche. Ma'am. Because she identifies one perfume that's like, okay, maybe I'll just take one. Because taking all of them, A would assume that Adrian would think I'm into him, which I'm clearly not. No, but, but I, I do, do want 
a but gift. I will take one for keepsies. I will take one <laughs> just for me. Um, just like, because I deserved it. And she's like, okay, I got one. It's like a crisp, sweet fragrance that's fruity, but not like a sugary yeah. or an overly candy fruity. And then she's like, you know what? That reminds me of a smell, like this girl that smelled like this. Um, and it was uh, really beautiful and intoxicating. And it, the immediacy of her having that sense memory of just a woman wearing perfume that smelled like that Rose. Uh, is a little homosexual, Rosalie. Uh, not even a little. It's quite, most- actually. <laughs> it's exceptionally homosexual, Rose. Come on now. Let's get into this. Yeah. I know you're juggling three dudes right now or whatever, but I think maybe you're misplacing <laughs> some feelings here. Yeah, the way that you're juggling three men right now, Rose, but you can, with immediacy, pull the name, the fragrance current from a girl that you knew in your dorm maybe a couple years ago. Right. That's Come on. so gay. Come on. Rose. Come on. And Rose. that's okay, Rose. Yeah. But like... You gotta be honest with yourself and your feelings. Rosalie, you are a homosexual. Right. (laughs) Rosalie, this is an intervention. (laughs) These perfumes were a test (laughs) and you failed. (laughs) You failed the test. It was a very easy test and you failed. (laughs) You failed. Rosalie, you had 30. (laughs) You had 30 perfumes to choose from. You chose the one named Love Love. You absolute homosexual. Come Come on now. Come on. And then she's like, okay, so I found my gay perfume. (laughs) (laughs) I did it. I won, right? Where's my prize? I won won the prize. I'm now going to return these back to Adrian. This has got to be the biggest fucking box, right? To keep these all from breaking in transit? Yeah. Like how... I just want to know the scale. We don't get a lot of details on that. But I'm assuming no, she's that's just looking where, around. That's where Freya Roche decided to skip was the size of this box. <laughs> One of the few instances she's uh, scant on the details uh, is, is in this, which is what I'm most curious about. But it's agreed. Um, but she do you like, think it was over? Oh, no, okay. I'm not done with this. Do you think no, it was the si- <laughs> Do you think it was the size of the box from that guy in the Bachelorette? Stop! Like the guy, the box that the guy was in. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that'd be pretty funny if she that was just, like, pushing be... it, like, down the hallway. <laughs> just, like, crawling in it like a little crab. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I would love that. That's a great image. That'd be great. Um, so she's like, all right, let me go to Adrian and fucking get these away from me. Okay. Ayo, Adrian. I, ayo. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, wow, Tasha's room is right here. That's a little, that's a little awkward, but like, yeah, it's fine, weird. whatever, 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 foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she knocks on the door, the door opens, Adrian's there, being his Adrian-ass self, and then also, what the fuck up, uh, Liz is there. It was in, I can't believe it took me like three chapters to realize this. Mm. Adrian, in addition to giving me like John Green main character vibes. Right. He also reminds me of that purple lizard from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> Randall? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he is giving big Randall energy for sure. He's There's always something... like lurking in a corner. Yes. He, he probably always has his hands like in that like position, you know? Yes. Like, in front of his chest, like kind of like a T-Rex, you know? <laughs> There's just something about him that I'm like, you seem slimy in more yes. than one way. Right. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm sure he's also physically slimy. Physically slimy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so... Liz is like, what are you doing here? And Rose is like, what the fuck are you doing here? And Adrian's like, <laughs> Spider-Man ladies, pointing please. at each other. Literally. <laughs> Adrian's like, ladies, 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 please. You stop. don't need to fight over me. Don't fight Ugh. over me. And it's like, that's not what this is. Take your perfumes. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking while they're having this tiff, as if this wasn't chaotic enough, we get Dimitri. Oh, yeah. Way over, way over. And it's like, what the fuck is going on in here? You you know ladies and boys cannot be in the same room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that's not allowed. <laughs> yeah, he is, like, doing his whole, like, hall monitor thing. Right, yeah. And it was gross. Yeah, and it's uh, not great. Mm-mm. Don't love to see it. Especially because of the fact that Dimitri, who's usually incredibly intimidating... And yeah. stoic is like, um, excuse me, Adrian. Um, Please. you obviously know that like boys and girls are supposed to be separated because those are the rules at St. Vlad's. And Adrian's like, Dimitri, you absolute dunce. I don't go to that school. I don't play by your rules, Dimitri. Okay. I'm not yeah. St. Vlad's bitch. Okay. Right. I'm my own man. I've never been to a school in my entire life. Yeah. So I'm just cool. Okay. I smoke clove yeah. cigarettes, Dimitri. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, I I smoke clove cigarettes and I wear eyeliner. So, like, I know more than you do, Dimitri. Yeah, With exactly. your fucking $1 Western novels. Get out of here. Yeah. And then he goes on this, like, weird diatribe for a second. Um, because Dimitri's like, these are young girls. <laughs> and you're an adult. Ew. You better stay away from them. You know? And, like you guys can't hang out and or, or like and then all that stuff or whatever and then adrian's like um yeah sure they may be young quote unquote young but they've seen shit they've lived many lives and they've seen death and they've come back from death um meanwhile like rose and lissa obviously know this is the end to me to some extent right but like right. everyone's just like why why what <laughs> stop Who is this guy <laughs> what are you talking about please stop just leave these girls alone. Yeah, it was it was harsh but unnecessary. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> For him to be like actually Dimitri were the young ones. Yeah. These two are incredibly experienced. It's like first of all Adrian, that's what predators say, so yeah. fuck off. So hey, how about we don't with that? Um but also like you are correct. They yes. are very experience so but stay away from them you creep yeah exactly so thankfully it does seem like lissa and rose do get to kind of like fuck off which is nice right yeah they get to fuck off um and then dimitri's like hey rose hey can we talk can we talk um and she's like who me (laughs) me me um and he's like smells like acetone and perfume (laughs) yeah probably just so intoxicating to everyone around her everyone's probably (laughs) passing out just by being around her um and he's like yeah that guy's bad news don't i don't know what you're doing with him but like he's you know he's bad he's trouble okay and as long as you're in the academy, like, what you do is my business because I'm, you know, your teacher and your instructor and your whatever trainer. So, like, fuck off. <laughs> and focus on your job. 
Man. It's so sad because Rose, unfortunately, did have a little bit of hope when Dimitri pulled her aside. Yeah. Um, even though she didn't want to, and she's, like, very hungover. Right. Um, and was like, can we just go get hash browns? Um, <laughs> Please. <laughs> but There's got to be a Denny's here. <laughs> as, se- as soon as he says this, she's like, Dimitri, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. um, you. Like, this is my personal life. You like, sure, I can handle this. Okay. Um, sure, I have to listen to you when it comes to, like, academy stuff, but this is my personal life, so fuck off. Um, and he's like, uh, well, no, because you're not an adult yet, so. So them's the rules, Rose. <laughs> okay. And he just keeps going back and forth on this and can't figure out, like, where these boundaries are. And so, of course, Rose is very confused. Right, obviously. Because <laughs> um, she's like, first you called me a little girl, <laughs> but then you're being like weird <laughs> about us and my right. strength and how much I can handle, but also saying I shouldn't be with people. And it's just like, I don't know what to do. And Tasha's room is right there, and you're probably going to smooch her <laughs> and like, it's going to make yeah, me upset. Yeah, and then you say, like, we're not allowed to like talk about stuff outside of um, like academy stuff. Because that's easier for you. But then you're telling me all this stuff about you going to see my mom. Yeah. And And giving me all that tea. Yeah, and giving me all the, like, the tea about the Shigoi. And it's like, sir, can you just make up your mind? Yeah, just pick something that you want to do. Do I I did appreciate uh, Fru Roche giving just some really nice slander about Spokane, Washington. Yeah, um, it was really brutal. <laughs> it was brutal and it was warranted. Yeah. And I do appreciate that because Spokane is incredibly boring. Yeah, literally Rose is like, who the fuck would hide out in Spokane? <laughs> <laughs> it's vampire. The answer is vampires. Yeah. Because no one goes to Spokane. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a very interesting conversation between the two of them of like, there's some people um, who found out, like, the Strigoi and the humans that are helping them are in Spokane, um, but we can't just, like, go and investigate more because the we answer to the Guardian Council and we also right. answer to the Maroi government. So, like, we can't just act on impulse. Yeah. It's a lot of processes, a lot of bureaucracy going right. on. Um, and Rose like, what the comes... fuck? We should be out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, I'll take them. And she makes fun of him, too, because she's like, oh, these Zen lessons again? Like, great. We just have to hold back while people could be in danger. Right. After Uh, all these people died recently. Yeah. But that does, that conversation is important because it does end up kind of like Mm -hmm. uh, coming back to her again. So the, um, this end, this end bit with Tasha was very weird. Um. Because I, I think, obviously, like, it highlights that uh, Dimitri doesn't have a work-life balance. No. Uh, yeah, which we knew. Like, yeah, because she's checking up on him. And he's like, "How? when does your shift end? And he's like, well, it technically ended an hour ago. But work never stops when you're a guardian. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Tasha's like, cool. Great. Good to know. Super healthy. What if, though, you just come play pool with me? Yeah. Upstairs. We know you love pool and sexy pool, especially with me. <laughs> you know and Tasha. This, this favorite fact that we know about Dimitri mm-hmm. and have known this whole time, um, and so very weird, especially when Rose can't 
fucking keep her shit together enough. Because she's hungover and also because she's 17. Yeah. And fucking makes fun of Tasha and Dimitri's like, all right, fuck you. We're out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so not great. Not a good yeah. thing. Um, Which we kind of knew. They're still on very rocky ground there. Yeah. Um, I, so can you tell us a little bit more about this Mason situation? Mason is here. <laughs> He's definitely here. That's, that's for sure. He is present. They're kind of like, you know, rekindling a little bit after the whole, uh, Rose got a little too drunk and tried to do the nasty with him. And he was like, come back when you're in your, you know, right state of mind. I don't want to do this if you only want me when you're drunk kind of vibe. Um, and so she's like, you know what? I do need a distraction. (laughs) I'm just gonna see my boy and just like get, I need to make out, you know, I need to make out with someone. Okay. Yeah. I think she says deciding the best way to banish one guy was to pay attention to the other. Right, because, like, she gives him all the tea of literally what Dimitri just told her. <laughs> and yeah. Which I would assume Dimitri assumed was uh, private information, and she was just like, so here's what's going on <laughs> with the vampires. And she and does not it, doing like, anything. while on the bed, like, making out with Mason. And, of course, Mason was focused on kissing Rose, and then immediately right. is like, whoa, uh, let's just go to Spokane. Like, let's just Yeah, let's just do go. it. Let's, let's fight them. We can do it. Just the or- two of us. <laughs> Yeah, like, fuck Dimitri. Like, fuck what he said. Like, let's just, let's just go our, like, we can grab our snowball fighting friends and, like, we can just go. Yeah. It's like, come on, dude. And also during this, like, steamy makeout sesh or whatever, when Rose is literally just like, when I'm kissing him, it's like I'm kissing Dimitri. I'm not even present Uh. here. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. Um, He immediately is like, you know what? Let me stop this makeout sesh for a second. You know what? You remind me of, you're a lot like Dimitri. And she's like, man, Can we just, I'm trying to forget about him and I'm trying to make out with you to distract me. So don't fucking stop. What are you doing? Yeah, I definitely felt for her at that point. Um, yeah. Because she's like, I asked for one, I didn't say it to you, but mm-hmm. I, when I started this, I asked for one thing, which is that I wanted to forget him and you yeah. won't shut up. I tried to give you mind signals yep. and you didn't pick up on it also doesn't help rose hey just for the future maybe when you are making out with someone maybe don't imagine that you are making out with the person that you actually love right (laughs) yeah just not the best probably not the best uh cause of action you know um i do i am proud of her in yes. her massively hungover state. Maybe she is settled at this point. Sure. Um, maybe not. Um, but she does finally, like, stop and is like, hey, um, let's not do that. I know that I s- started this, um, but let's not. And he's yeah. like, Ugh. I don't know what Rosalie. you want, Rose. <laughs> and that's, I, I appreciate Mason being like, hey. Yeah, he's very um, upfront about his emotions, which I appreciate. tossed around over here yeah because she's like i let's stop and he's like okay um i'm annoyed 
not with you stopping, but because you can't make up your fucking mind. <laughs> like, yeah. where do you want me? I can't read your signals. Like, what do you want me to do? And she's like, hmm, I don't know. And he's like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to go. You figure this out. Um, bye. And she's like, damn it. <laughs> you can't just Come leave on. me here with my thoughts. Yeah, I can't just sit here alone in silence. <sighs> With my acetone-smelling room? Yeah. Damn it. No. Rose, you're struggling here, bed. Yeah. You gotta figure your shit out. Yeah, homegirl struggling. But in this next chapter, we get some much-needed girl talk. Finally! Bond Finally. babes, back. The Bond babes, after being, like, never talking to each other in this, this whole trip, like, really. Like, after 100 pages. Yeah. They're finally getting some good, old-fashioned girl talk. Finally. Because um, Lissa's a little upset because Christian's upset that she was with Adrian that morning, which uh, is a little, you know, not great. Not great. Not great. Uh, but she's like, nothing happened. Christian's freaking out. He just doesn't trust me. And that concerns me. You know? Yeah. And also Lissa inexplicably can't explain what was happening. Right. With Adrian, yeah. Yeah. she just keeps saying nothing happened. Like, nothing happened. Like, we were just nothing. <laughs> like, I was there, he was there, and we were there. <laughs> like I just found anything. myself you, in his room. I just stumbled in there, and I was there, and I didn't want to leave. <laughs> so, is that a crime, Your Honor? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, I... We, these the conversation that we get here there's not a lot that is said but it does no. seem to at least settle a little yeah at least they get to like obviously Rose is still not talking to her about Dimitri or Tasha or really Adrian to a real extent um, which is not great because um, she's just bottling those up as she has been for the last uh, couple chapters but you know what as we've seen before in Her Girl Talks with Lissa, she is just a fuel, she's a vessel for Lissa's problems, and she will just think of her own thoughts inside and not speak them <laughs> to just, you know, make it okay. Yes. Yeah, I think that the there's a lot of struggles that are happening between the two of them. Um, I do appreciate Lissa thinking that what can solve the, like, temporary rift in their friendship is a fancy royal banquet right because <laughs> like rose is upset obviously because she's like the only way i can really even talk to you is when i'm in your fucking brain and right. in your mind from the bond you know and watching and you have sucks. sex with christian and watching you being naughty and promiscuous <laughs> with yeah. christian which i don't want to see and i never asked for right um and Liz is obviously upset, but she's like, you know, I'll make this better. What if uh, we get dressed up in uh, 20 minutes <laughs> and go to a fancy ball, which you famously love, Rose. Right. She loves fancy parties. She loves dressing up. She loves uh, just uh, being the only ham here. <laughs> yeah, right. And just being othered in a very cool, fun way. She loves that. Yep. Um, especially when she's getting dressed up and wearing the Christmas gift that Tasha gave her. Tasha's sexy dress, which Tasha's um, sexy dress. is a little questionable. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm very curious why very Chinese Tasha... inspired, <laughs> um, which, you know, uh, not great. 
We don't get any background on why Tasha thought this was the appropriate dress for Rose. Right. <laughs> like, what did yeah. Tasha travel? Like, what right. what is the explanation yeah. for this? Um, but yeah, the way that Ferrero Rocher describes this is like very. She Ferrero Rocher says Asian style. She means Chinese. Like yes, yeah. <laughs> just say what you mean here. Um, so great, not a good start. Yeah. Um, so good. <laughs> um, really <laughs> like, making eat all this food, and Rose is like sick. We got food. We got fancy dresses. Great. Let's get out of here. And Liz is yeah, like, sure. no, we have we have to mingle. And she's like, oh, come on, <laughs> come on. I don't want to talk. I don't want to watch you talk to people and be dazzling. Especially because one, it doesn't sound like it was enough food. For no, a they hamper. looked like tiny little, like, amuse-bouches, literally. Yeah. <laughs> and this only, this seems like the only food that Rose has had today. Uh-huh. Hello? After <laughs> like, being so hungover. <laughs> right. Um, not how this works. But yeah, I definitely feel for Rose of being like, okay, we did it. We're, we're done. Can we go? And Liz is like, no, that's not how this works. You know no, no. this is not how this works. It's like, I gotta make people think I'm charming, and then I'm also gonna get into a fight with people talking about magic. Okay, <laughs> okay. fun day for us. Fun. <laughs> yeah, because these two dudes are talking right. about how it's uh, on either side of the should we use magic to defend ourselves or should we learn to fight for ourselves conversation. Oh, you and all thought we were done with this argument? We're still going, baby. This doesn't <laughs> stop. It don't stop. It don't stop. And Lissa just like very coolly interrupts and it's like, you know what? I think it's actually pretty cool to learn magic. And like, it's a kind of badass to like fight for yourself. And if you don't want to do it, and if you think like you can't handle it, like that's cool. But you know, people should learn how to do it if they're brave enough and that they're cool and chill enough to do it. Bye. Right. <laughs> like, eh, period. <laughs> and suddenly rather than with Tasha, where everyone was like, She's a witch. Right, yeah. <laughs> Burn her at the stake. <laughs> Everyone loves Lissa when she yeah. says it. Right. Like, you know what? Now that you're, you know, you're a nicely dressed lady and you're She's really good. And you're fancy and, like, are a royal, uh, maybe we should listen to you, actually. Yeah. Instead of that weird heretic that we, <laughs> we saw <laughs> in, the, in the town uh, <laughs> choir fucking uh, screaming. And Who was like barefoot up. and wasn't wearing a bra. Like, <laughs> right. weird. Yeah. It's Anyways. like, all right, guys. <laughs> so Rose, bless her heart, has is letting Lissa get all of her celebration. Um, yeah. Rose is making her way to the corner uh, to get out of the situation mm-hmm. um and here comes randall aka adrian just yeah. slinking back up to the situation um and he unfortunately is in a tux and is like hey so um you like smell good <laughs> you like smell really good are you like wearing are you wearing the perfume that I got you? Yeah. I can I can smell that anywhere. And also, I, I did count the bottles, and I know you took one, so... You fucking creep. I hate this dude. Yeah. I hate him. It also doesn't help, right, that the 
um, silver hair, as he was mentioned in the conversation with Lissa. Yeah. Uh, is Adrian's dad. Nasty. They're all gross. (laughs) They're all gross. I don't like, I don't like Adrian. I don't like his dad. Um, I don't like the way that Adrian talks about Rose having multiple boyfriends. And that he can have like some opinion Right, that? that he's allowed to, like, voice his thing about it. Yeah. Um, I was curious about your thoughts on the part of the conversation where they mention how many times they have met each other. Oh, yeah. Because that, we had <sighs> mentioned that previously about, like, the dream bit right. where they and had met. Right. And, it's and we like, weren't you know. sure. Yeah, it's it's very strange because he keeps being like, you know, we know each other, kind of yeah. wink, wink thing, and she's like, what, what, <laughs> like, yeah, we've like, met like five times, like five times, you know, right, right, wink, wink. He's like, I, uh, <laughs> I don't, what, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, and Rose is like, no, it's been four, like yeah. it's been, we've been here like maybe three or yeah. four days, and he's like, well, if you say so, and she's like, I did, I, I know how many times I've seen it. You're very uh, hard to forget, and he's like, okay, whatever you say. She's like, I hate you. You <laughs> suck. Yeah, and when she counts them, there's only been four. It would only have been five if she included the time in that really weird dream that she had. Yeah. So unless that was real, or he's being really creepy. Yes. Either of those could be true. I don't know. Yeah. Don't like either possibility. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like either of them. Yeah. Um, I also don't like the fact that he's, like, making her feel like she has to drink. Yeah. Don't Don't like like this man. Mm -mm. I also don't like the way that this chapter ends. Yeah. Because he's, like... You know, they're talking, they see Lissa just working the crowd, just owning that room, owning that fucking stage up there. Um, And she's like, you know, and Rose's like, you know what? That's just who she is. That's why I love her, you know, because she's just, or uh, that's what he's saying. He's like, she's one of those people who can charm anyone, you know, if she wants, and she tries hard enough, you know, and and she's, and Rose is like, well, that's kind of how I feel. When I'm talking to you. And he's like, but you don't really hate me. You know, you like me, you know. Um, and he's just like, you know, I can live with that. And literally <sighs> immediately we get, as if, again, not Rose has not been through enough today <laughs> in the last 24 hours. Yeah. Um, her mom is just running up, <laughs> storming. Yeah. It <clears throat> just... Just the way that I know Janine would say Rose. Yeah. And just the way that this chapter ends of saying, like, a few people, like, glanced over. I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, I, my stomach just dropped. Like, no, I'm good. Um, And somehow, like, we're pretty close. Like, we're almost about 70% of the way through this book. Um. Which makes me curious, because I'm like, we're not, there's been no, there's really not been much of a plot. Uh, nothing's really happened. Uh, so what, how are we going to resolve this, what's going to happen with the big bad Strigoi? The big bad, yeah. <clears throat> right. 
I know there's some a lot of rom- romantic drama going on right now, but people are dying. So people maybe are we dying. <laughs> um, your species is disappearing, um, but we will get a little bit more information next week with yeah. chapter seventeen, eighteen. So we're just trucking on, folks. We're keeping going. Um, we have some amazing patrons to thank. Would you like to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh, ooh. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Carrie Goldberg. Thank you to Mickey Meyer. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch! Thank you to our unofficial intern, Taylor Brown, uh, Town, uh, Lautner. Yes, braver yes. and stronger than the Marines. Damn. Thank you to Danae Swan. Ooh. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Boop, 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 boop. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Rachel Seeker. Thank you to Alexandra Ozera. Thank you to Aaron Weber. Thank you to Clara Belikov. Thank you to Katya Karp. Ooh. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Ooh. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to my mom, your mom, <gasps> our mom, Kelly Beck. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Laura Forty. Thank you to Abby Penn. Ooh. Thank you to Catherine Hathaway. And thank you to Dan Zeklos. Ooh. 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 I am so excited to share with you that I found the fanfiction for this week. Whoa. All by yourself? All by myself. <laughs> Um, this is from the, um, it's, uh, this is from VA 10th Anniversary Project. Cool. Um, and it is titled VA Christmas One-Shot Compilation. Great. So, the specific chapter that I'm reading from is by this, the author Blue Gold Rose. Um, and the title of this specific uh, compilation were writing piece. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> is called Half the Way Christmases. Great. So the summary is glimpses into the lives of Janine and Rose through 21 Decembers. Some are short tales and others are longer. Most are Christmas themed, but not all. And so I will just be reading one of the short little one shots here. 
This is from December 21st, 1991, um, and it is dated the Maroy Royal Court in Poconos, Pennsylvania, USA. Hell yeah. Okay. My dearest Janine, although neither of us celebrate Christmas, some sentimental part of me couldn't help sending you this card and gift. I wish that circumstances were different between us, but for the sake of your child, our child, this distance is necessary. I would worry too much for you and the child if anyone knew I was its father. I hope you don't I hope that you won't be confined to court for long. I can't imagine you sitting behind a desk every day for years on end. The necklace is a Nazar. Local superstition holds that it will ward off evil. May it keep you and our child safe. I am. Janine Hathaway ran her fingers over the smooth Nazar bead, a parting gift from the man she loved. She was 20, and in a few short months, her child would be born. She ran her hand across her lower abdomen, still astounded by the life growing inside her. A child. She had no idea how to raise a child. Her mother had died years ago, and her aunt was a blood whore in Scotland. So were several of Janine's cousins. They were hardly role models for parenting. So Janine was a guardian, sworn to serve the Maroi, and she planned for this child's life to be the same. Still, what if the child could have more? No, sadly, there was nothing more for Hampiers than serving the Maroi as guardians. End scene. Damn. I know. Okay. So there's, it looks like there's 10 different authors in this compilation. Um, so I, this is only like one little bit from this yeah. specific author. Um, but it looks good. I'm, I was afraid to choose some other ones cause they looked pretty spoilery. Sure, yeah. Don't and I get didn't want to fuck in. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to get too deep in it. Um, but they look good. So if you all want to get in the Christmas spirit, that would be a good compilation to peruse through. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, fam, rest up. Take care of yourselves. Absolutely. Read some Anne Rice. Yes. <laughs> um, and... Enjoy some silly straws. Find, I always wanted the ones with the glasses that were straws, Ooh, you know? Yes, that's that's some fun. <laughs> yeah. Energy so for sure. if you have some of those, enjoy them for me. Uh, just take care of yourself or whatever, you know? Um, but as we say here in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. And get silly straw, you know? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Hell yeah. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.